the end of freeloading. Nobody likes freeloading, but um, nobody knows exactly how to get rid of it. Freeloading comes in many different forms, and we all have our pet um, peeve uh, and pet form of particular form of freeloading that we have the most objection against. There's the beggar on the street, but there's also the um, person who makes use of uh, government um, programs without um, they're actually being in need. They um, design their life around um, being able to qualify for for the benefit that the government is providing. But the government ex itself is a freeloader. Not that the government doesn't do anything for its money, but it um, lives off of the work of others and there is no um, accountability to the uh, people that it lives off of for um, what it's um, costing them. So uh, while we can say we need some form of government, some form of administration, we can't specifically state that everything the government does is worthwhile. And so um, there's always this um, tension between the um, acceptance of government and the realization we have no control over it or the cost that it's creating. A less visible form of freeloading and one not normally encapsulated by the term is capitalism. We know that communism is um, inherently um, not cost effective and so it uh, it's free, it freeloads in the sense that it creates costs that uh, ought not to have been created and somebody has to pay them. So the communist or socialist government freeloads off the backs of the captured um, population. But um, capitalist enterprises also create costs they can't pay. And the most obvious example of this is when they go bankrupt. Now, the um, capitalist is very um, particular about who gets to have a say in how the operation is run, predicated on the idea that it was the capitalist who funded, who capitalized the operation. Um, not going to go into this any with any depth but the point is that because the assumption is that the capitalist capitalized the business um, and so uh, no one has uh, any authority over the property that supposedly belongs to the capitalist um, doesn't take into account the fact that 
through perhaps graft, corruption, um, death, injury, incompetence, stupidity, you name it, the, the company loses business, perhaps even goes bankrupt. Well, the very term bankruptcy means the company can't pay for costs that it's create, created. And oftentimes, the um, failing company actually seems to go out of its way to create as many costs as it can before it goes under. Even they're running up huge bills with local merchants of um, pizza and other fast foods and and office supplies and so on. It creates accounts and then runs them up and doesn't um, honor the obligation that it has. And then you get to the employees and so on. All kind of people suffer the consequences of the um, business entrepreneurs' decisions, and yet, um, let's say the employees are seeing um, the boss doing some really dumb or incompetent things, especially the way he manages the company. They have no say in this, and their life is made incredibly difficult because of having to uh, live under these kind of um, <clears throat> ineffective and uh, unethical management, even irrational management. So um, at least at that point, the company freeloads off of society and future generations, the cost of its poor management practices are downloaded onto society and future generations. Um, when we get to democracy, we're faced to the reality that democracy is very little more than a tyranny of the majority. The majority gets to, if it's a de direct democracy, they get to vote. Um, but the minority is going to pay for what they're going to live under because even if we're not um, talking about a specific levy against a minority and even say the majority pays for the program the minority still has to live under it um, for example the um, idea of, of gender identity being pers a personality um, disorder or personality uh, um, aspect or factor in that you can choose the personality in the same way that you choose your um, preferred uh, a style of clothing. That's quite um, reasonable within the realm of the individual and it's not to say that there's not there's a specific cost attached to it for um, the Christian community but they have to live under the um, ramifications and the um, impositions that this kind of um, policy generates so um, if the majority decides to um, validate gender identity, this is still a um, 
social situation or culture that um, a dissenting minority has to deal with. Um, so it's not a conventional view of freeloading, but it still creates a cost onto the community in the sense that if um, the community decides to allow um, children to dominate the, the family and to make their own moral decisions and determine their own lifestyle and this results in a lot of an increase in gun violence and um, social disruption and greater policing and all that this is a loss of values to to the um, to the other uh, uh, rest of the community because um, the community has a certain value and peace and security are social goods and increasing in increase in crime is a loss of value of, of the community it's, it's a, a destruction of our social goods more crime means less peace and peace is what we value so we're losing peace and getting crime so we're we're if the peace is a credit the crime is a debit and because of policy decisions the credit is being uh, systematically removed from our from our accounts and we haven't got any say in this so uh, in a way the um, policy regarding children is creating costs for us to pay the, the us meaning the community So then the question becomes, how do we stop freeloading? And it's a huge problem. And so generally the idea is that we try to reduce the size of government. We try to limit the, the impact of government programs or we try to change the program so they're less impactful. Um, we try to make sure that capitalists can't download too many costs onto their workers like for in, a, in in for one example forcing them to provide insurance in case they in, in have their injured workers injured and so on um there's one more case just want to touch on and that's volunteering volunteers are people who volunteer their time and they see a need and they fill it and that's good there there's no um taking away from from the uh, merit of this the, the righteousness in which uh, this thing is done but the the group that accepts this who says oh yes you can come and work for me for nothing I won't pay you that's no problem that's freeloading that's accepting um, uh, payment for costs that we're creating if our hospital is creating costs it can't pay for it's very wonderful that somebody will get up and say well I'll pay the cost by working for nothing and that's a good and even meritorious thing and a good stop 
gap measure, but this isn't something that the rest of us should should uh, sit back and accept and say, oh, well, the, the debt is t taken care of. This person is paying our, our for our costs. You can't... It's not that you can pay the whole cost, but the point is we shouldn't be accepting this situation. We should be doing what we can to rectify it. So if we're not, then we're freeloading. And so again, we come back to how do we stop the freeloading? How do, how do we stop us from freeloading? How do we stop others from freeloading? And the only way we can do this is through accounting. We have to be accountable, meaning we have to live by accounts. And to do this, we need a ledger. And we need um, an administrator of the ledger. And this is what we call an exchange. Exchange is the holder of our accounts. And we each are accountable to the um, exchange or to the ledger. And we each have an account with a debit and a credit column. And what we do, we get credit for. And what we um, don't do or we uh, consume or do in this just uh, destructive we get debited and so the freeloader which in this case is us we get debited for what the volunteer does and the volunteer gets credited so there is no unpaid volunteers because what somebody does something of value they get paid by the exchange just just that just that that's as simple as that somebody does something of value they get paid it doesn't matter what it is if the only way he doesn't get paid is if he's being debited because he's consumed so the person that works at a hospital they get paid for the work they do at a set rate the living wage the exchange sets a living wage and this is what the person gets paid and if the person goes and spray paints the hallway of the of the hospital this is a debit and the uh, the malefactor gets debited and the person who cleans up this mess preferably the malefactor but regardless the person who pays who cleans up the mess gets paid for the work an exchange is the account holder and he, in the exchange debits and credits people's accounts according to what the value they're creating or the value they're consuming and it's as simple as that it eliminates freeloading immediately but we just need to set up that kind of system and this is um, what we call the exchange system exchange model of society and uh, we got more videos on this and, and also on our website, which is uh, Locavores United with a line in the middle. And uh, that's it. I mean, freeloading is wrong. If you want to eliminate freeloading, learn how to create exchange. Exchanges create economic development and they eliminate freeloading because freeloading eliminates 
or negates economic development. It's all quite simple. You're either adding value or negating value. And we need to be accountable. And to be accountable, we need an exchange because we need um, a holder or an administrator of a ledger. That's, that's it. That's all it, it takes.